Hello everyone, and welcome to the Raconteur Collection. This is Chapter 5, Episode 9, all about growing up in a big family. Just wanted to get the intro out of the way, just in case you had no idea what you were listening to, like you clicked on this with no concept, which I imagine happens sometimes, but welcome. For everyone out there who does not know, the Raconteur Collection is a podcast about everything and nothing all at the same time, and is centered around two brothers, Jack and Charlie. Of course, who you're hearing right now, this sultry voice who's getting closer to the microphone. That's Charlie, by the way. Hi, nice to meet you. I'm always, well, hopefully always, joined by my co-host Jack. Jack, how you doing? Oh, God. You know, Charlie, I'm doing pretty good myself. Thanks for having me. One of our patrons is just raging right now. He just <laughs> turns off. <laughs> That's it. That's it. I'm done. I'm that done. was the final straw. But yeah, it's uh, it's been a little bit of an interesting uh, past couple weeks for the Rack and Tear Collection. Uh, Jack, which I'll let him get into some, you know, his couple weeks yeah a little bit more catching up to do the day but uh i'll let him get into that on his own time yeah but uh despite some events we have a decent amount of catching up actually yeah despite some um events some good events hopefully all good events at least the one i know of is good uh the racketeer collection is continuing on as normal uh last week we or i released the second gods a story written recorded by myself yours truly the reception to it has been nothing but overwhelmingly positive and that's been awesome to be honest um Got some really good feedback. Really, a lot of it is just people being like, oh, wow, this is, you know, a great thing, which is awesome. And I'm really glad that, you know, everybody has enjoyed it and listened to it. Um, I will say that if that is something that you've really enjoyed, another one is on the way. I'm not going to give it a time frame or anything like that. And in the future, there'll probably be a subsequent release to the regular episode. It just happened to kind of hit the perfect moment to release that story for last week by, by the way charlie if you need any uh if you need any help with the voices or whatever i am a free agent so to speak so you know i'm like hey jack can you record this line i all i need you to say is hi how are you jack hops on <clears throat> hey how are you no jack not not like that what do you mean that's my normal voice <laughs> okay sorry 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 <clears throat> sorry hi <laughs> no <laughs> but uh you know jack i think you have well, I know you have more interesting news and more interesting us uh, to catch up the audience. Uh, but very quickly, before we jump into it, we have gone back and forth a little bit within our patron and among our smallest inner base about the pacing of the episodes. We're going to keep the catch-up portion in, which I, I personally like. I kind of like our catch-up portion. I mean, you get to you know hang out with the bros, as they say. Uh, we'll try to they include, if we remember, I'm not going to guarantee that I'll actually remember, but uh, include some recommendations, actually, when we come to the end of our topic, just with some random things that we found that have been like, oh, cool. You know what I mean? Yeah, I got some I got some stuff this week, so. But uh, we'll kind of keep the episode structured like that, so we'll have our kind of catch-up, topic at hand, and then recommendations, anything like that, and then kind of some housekeeping. closing thoughts. Closing thoughts, you know, all those weird outros that you can do. But uh, to jump right into it, Jack, catch us up on your last two weeks. You've been off the grid. No, no, you haven't. But, you know, catch us up. So nothing really happened. <laughs> All right, Jack. Now, uh... <laughs> <laughs> no. So um, the biggest reason why last week the uh, Charlie released this short story that he worked on kind of like audio 
you know, some audio glory for you guys. Um, but there was no podcast was because uh, I got engaged. Uh, I asked Laura to marry me uh, this past Sunday. We go Sunday. Yeah. Woo! So, and then after that, went over to my parents' house, told them the good news, uh, got a few pictures, and so very excited, very happy. I went to the Philbrook, Philbrook, Philbrook Museum. The Philbrook. <laughs> went to the Philbrook Museum, uh, and it was uh, that whole like back garden area. It's mm. super beautiful, super nice. Um, went down to the very end there, and there was a perfect spot to ask the question. And every time. We were going to go up and I was like, okay, we got to go over and see this real quick. Um, you know, there's a family that are taking pictures for like way too long. So we walked around and then we go back and there's another family taking pictures. And I'm like, oh, come on. And then Laura's like, it's, it's kind of hot outside. And I was like, oh, no, it is yeah. hot. And then finally, though, people cleared out and I was able to get in there and pop the queue. So uh, it feels now, good. Jack, I, and then after I have that, a question for you. Yes. Did Laura have any idea? That you're going to ask was this something um, that you'd been talking about saying like hey listen like because i know you guys have probably talked about like you know wanting to get married and wanting to um get engaged but was this like an out of the blue thing on your end or did she have some however vague notion that this might be coming i'm sure she had some idea it was coming because i very you know non uh discreetly was like hey what's your ring size like a couple weeks before <laughs> um, but I never like, brought it up or talked about it that much. I definitely yeah. kind of, yeah, you can have it. Um, I definitely <laughs> made, yeah, Ellie came up, uh, you know, it, I try to be as subtle as possible, but you know me, I'm not very subtle. And no, so... you're not. Let's uh, flash back to our last episode in which Jack was like, <laughs> Hey guys, if I'm well, not looking for she had no rings. idea. She had no idea about that. So to be fair, like uh, I like I said, she didn't listen to it. So which is fine wow. though, just because she doesn't have Spotify. But if it was on YouTube, right, I wouldn't have right. said anything. Yeah. Um. But yeah, and then we went to PF Chang's afterwards for lunch, and PF Chang's is really good. Really like that great. place. Great. Uh. But yeah, other than that, um, like not much has been going on. I've been getting back into mm. some. Rainbow Six Siege, uh, uh, just as far as gaming goes, and that's been a lot of fun. Me and Jack, Charlie has refused to yeah. even Sorry, give it one chance, one. and no, nah. which blows my mind. But it's all right, it's all right. Um, and then blows your mind. <laughs> no, uh, <laughs> Laura and Ellie both been very sick this past mm. week. It's not COVID. Ellie's been tested. Um, I was worried about that when you had mentioned it earlier. Yeah, and so I'm feeling good, though. I feel like 100%, uh, but Laura's been nice. she's up and better right now. Uh, Ellie is, she's better today. Slight cough, but yeah. she actually is has energy. It was really sad that she was just super lethargic. She couldn't mm-hmm. get any sleep. She was coughing so hard and all the time. Uh, her doctor said it might be croup, but we don't know if it mm-hmm. is. And when it comes to like respiratory things in kids... It could be yeah, like scary, an unknown amount of things because it could literally be anything. Because kids' airways are so much smaller than adults, anything can affect them pretty severely. So, uh, but yeah. she's fine now. Uh, the doctor gave her some steroids, so she's been pumping some iron and um, doing good. Uh, <laughs> you know, not, not actual like steroid steroids, but you know, 
Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, she's gained a lot of muscle. Um, and then, but other than that, I've just been working my job and taking it easy yeah. and trying to stream a bit more. And uh, yeah, you know, it's been a it's been a fun fun past two weeks. And I apologize for not posting more about the Raconteur collection, but it's just been busy. I worked six days this busy. week, yeah. so definitely. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, Jack, that uh. Wow, what a fascinating recap of two weeks. Yeah, just... so try, try, try to beat that. <laughs> I'm just teasing you. Um, you know, Jack, I I feel like I had a very similar two weeks to what I normally have, which... Oh, I thought you were going to say it to I me. Think... I was like, you got engaged? No, no, which is a, both, you know, a gift and a curse because right now my life is, like, very stable where, you know, work is just work and then I have you know, my writing and my editing and all that stuff that I do. But uh, really, it's kind of just been business as usual. Uh, the workouts have been kind of off and on, not as good as I would like them. But um, yep, yep, I feel yep, like yep, I yep. was able to kind of wrap my head around some things I've been struggling with as just as far as, you know, like I feel like I had gotten to a point where I kind of got stuck where I was. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, I don't know how to move past this. And without uh, one thing I've been very hesitant to do is super crack down on my diet. Um, it's one of those things where it's like, I feel like I don't eat that bad, but it is one of those things that if you're not tracking it, you have no idea. And it's really easy to be like, Oh, I forgot that I had this and that was so many calories and you know, yeah, so yeah. uh, kind of learn some lessons about that. But other than that, kind of continuing on i think in the most exciting news you know of course the release of the second gods which i had finished i think about a couple weeks before i actually posted yeah it's kind of just sitting there and so it was actually kind of perfect so i was like man i, I want to release this and but there's never a good time and i didn't just want to shadow drop it and so that was kind of a perfect little uh you know coincidence i think that was able to get that yeah, out. yeah i think it worked and out i'm so glad everybody enjoyed strangely it strangely so. well yeah it was it was uh I was like, oh, thank God, Charlie's coming through in the clutch with something. Uh, but oh, yeah, yeah. And I, I listened to probably about 30 minutes of it. I've yet to finish it, but I I very much am enjoying it very much so. Uh, yeah. I just like, I don't want to listen yeah, to it while gotten... I'm working because when I'm at work, I'm just kind of like, yeah. I have something on, just kind of go through the motions. Uh, and right. I really, I really like Charlie's writing in the story so far. So it's been, it's been good. It's been getting yeah. phenomenal praise on the Discord. Phenomenal praise on the Discord. Yeah. It's been really fun for me because from the get-go, I wanted to, you know, kind of write a short story that was very similar to some other themes I had written about, but a little bit more open and um, accessible. And so I really tried to kind of go into that, but then also not lose that grand scale that I like to write on because, you know me, I like the big cosmic mythology, as I've kind of been calling it as past couple of weeks, but... uh. Uh, you know, I think other than that, Jack, really another exciting thing for me is I'm finally rereading through my book that I wrote, Manelica, and it's been three or four months, I mm-hmm. think. And uh gotta say, I'm really enjoying it. I I do think, and unfortunately, and I'm sorry for everybody out there, I think the beginning, and I probably talked about this on our previous podcast, but the beginning section of Manelica, like just that first like slice. Just that first four hundred is not pages. great. It's not a good opening to the book. And I, in fact, the further you read, I was like, wow, it gets like monumentally better. Oh, really? So for anybody out there who's like really struggling, 
or anything like that. Like that's definitely why I can see there are some big changes to make in the beginning, especially just with the first, like I'm talking 10 pages, like not even, okay. maybe not, not like even that. the first 50 or whatever. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Oh no, no. Yeah. It's just very awkward kind of, but anyways, but yeah, I've been really enjoying it. And you know, it's, it's interesting cause I remember almost everything that I've written, but it's been nice to read it again and kind of process it again. And I can definitely see where I can, you know, make some changes, but I mean, Jack, I mean, for better or for worse, I, th- I think it's getting there. It's getting to the point to where like, it's definitely ready to be something mm. soon, whether that is self-published on Amazon or, you know, trying to get published somewhere else. I think since I have self-published on Amazon before, I don't know if I can actually submit it to like an actual publication. And the only uh, you, reason you, you you have to be able to come on, right? And the only reason I'm hesitant about going the complete self publishing route is that like, b- even just with my experience with the podcast, the networking and promoting aspect is not my strong suit. And it's it's almost like a whole job on its own for sure. And I don't, you know, I, bump the I, table, I'm sorry. I just can't imagine. You know, what I don't want to do is be like, oh hey, it's released on Amazon and sell like two or three copies and then be like sitting there well there goes my you know life's work essentially you know like i wanted to be able to reach more people and it it can you know but anyways that's a conversation for the other time you know that's about all that has really happened in the last two weeks nothing as exciting as you jack but you know two weeks of kind of more of the same which is definitely not a bad thing but to get into it's not a bad thing the time the topic at hand, growing up in a big family. I was looking through our episode list, Jack, and I was like, you know, I feel like it's been a while since we've done one that is specifically an episode topic that's specifically about us and our experiences. Specifically. And I was thinking, you know, we've done a lot of childhood memories. We've done toys, you know, so I think if you can kind of track through those episodes we've done in high school, I think it's probably the closest we've got recently yeah. at least. But, um, you know, we haven't really done one specifically about that kind of idea of just growing up in a big family, which is definitely something that not everyone knows about or is familiar with. Oh, so especially, Jack, like, most of my friends, like, yeah, you know. Yeah. I, I was the no, biggest by, I, by at least double, so. Yeah. So, uh, we... As I, you know, I don't really like to structure these conversations around notes or anything like that. So, Jack, I'm going to open it up to you. I mean, what was it like growing up in a big family? Uh, it was Especially, big. I'm really interested in, like, your perspective as being the second oldest. Yeah. And, you know, um, kind of, like, going through that. And especially because I'm sure there's a lot of experience or things that you've experienced that I had no idea. Especially, like, just emotionally and, like, your dynamic within the family. So, yeah, I mean, take it away. So, growing up in a big family is something that is super unique, especially when everyone in the family still likes each other at the age that we're at. Um, The older I've grown, the more I've realized that a lot of siblings in bigger families don't like all the siblings. Like, it's, like, weirdly rare to really, you know, like everyone in your family. And so Ellie's over here coughing. Um, You're okay. You're right, Ellie. Okay. 
Um, I'm trying to think of how I want to how like I want to phrase this. Growing up as like the second eldest in a family of six is there's not like a ton of expectations because you know I feel like if I was Sam, the youngest in the family, there is like a lot of you know kids to be like to either like look up to or I I don't know though I'd have to ask him. Maybe it'd be kind of fun if we could have gotten everyone on to ask, but a second oldest. Mm. I like look to you for advice, and then if I was unsure of how to do something, it was well, how did Charlie do this? Like when I was younger, especially, how did Charlie do this? Or, you know, I I should ask Charlie if he knows how to do this or what I should do, especially when it came to the video games. Um, mm-hmm. But I also feel feel like growing up. As again, the second oldest, there's a lot of responsibility on me, probably like self imposed, to be a mediator and really try to, you know, not like keep everyone together like we were falling apart. I'm really bad at this. I'm sorry. I'm so bad at trying to just like it's okay. come up with things off the top of my head. Um, it's. Man, he's just falling out of practice. He hasn't recorded. That's another thing too. Just all but also, like, window. it's a very, it's a very like big topic. <laughs> like, I feel like you asked me a very big question, so I'm just, just trying to answer the big question. I did, yeah. But it's difficult. I mean, yeah. I'm gonna. If you would like uh, me to kind of cut yeah, in here and like please, talk about like, my experiences, everyone, so everyone, stop listening. Off of. So, like, please. <laughs> Everyone, we like get a little infograph, and the viewers around the 16 minute oh, mark yeah. just drop. Everyone's just dropping. Yeah. <laughs> They're just gone. <laughs> I, I really bombed it there. I'm sorry to all my taller listeners. I was like, actually, really, I'm kind of embarrassed. No, no, you're good. You're good, man. No, no, don't be embarrassed. It, you know, I think for me, growing up in a big family, especially as the oldest, is an interesting role because it doesn't really become apparent that you know you are kind of who everybody is looking to until i think being a teenager and you know onward i remember you know a lot of times so just to give everyone a little bit of a breakdown for anybody who doesn't know us personally which is hopefully we have an audience of people who don't know us personally out there but uh so it's uh you know me charlie the oldest we got jack and we got uh our sister lily who's been on the show. She's right in the middle. And then you got our three younger siblings, Henry, George, and Sam. Um, interestingly, you know, they're they're kind of groups. Like, we're kind of grouped. So it's like, you know, me, Jack, and Lily, and then the younger group, a little bit more of a gap. Because between, like, me and Jack and Lily, it's, what, two years yeah, between, between all of us? Between you and me, it's almost two years. And then between Lily and I, it's a little yeah. over one year. Right. So, you know, we're not that far apart age-wise as well. And it I think ultimately what it came down to is that there's just more everything. There's more of a dynamic. You have, I mean, me personally, like I have a dynamic with Jack. I have a dynamic with Lily, Henry, George, and, and Sam. Me, the dynamic and with me and you is a lot better. That dynamic is person. It's, it's the best. <laughs> the dynamic is uh, personalized, you know, for each person. But then also, like, I have a unique dynamic with our parents as well. Because for a long time, it was always like, hey, Charlie, you're going to be the one who's going to be watching everybody and, you know, 
doing this, doing that. And kind of you're, you know, you're the guardian of everybody else. And I, I think definitely as a teenager, jumping into kind of the specific aspect, I kind of resented that role because especially like 15, 16, 17, because I felt that I wasn't allowed to grow up really. And I had to kind of stay behind in the trenches, so to say. Now, I think what's interesting about that comment is their resentment was definitely only within that age bracket. And now that I've gotten older, it's like, man, I wish, you know, that I had not kind of Hmm. resented that responsibility and I had taken to it more eagerly because, you know, thankfully our family has, you know, survived some tough times. Nothing we'll get into here. Um, But, uh, you know, we've kind of made it through some tough times and come on top, but there is a very real possibility that like things like might not have been okay. And I would have really held it against myself if I had not, you know, if things had not been okay and we were kind of all disconnected and I hadn't made yeah, more I mean, of an effort. Especially during, I mean, you know, well, when I was obviously younger. this is way in the future, but during those tough times, especially, I remember uh, when you had to leave off to college, um, you know, you were kind of, I was like, I was happy for you that you were yeah. going, but just given the current situation, I remember like after you left, I went to what was then no longer our room, but my room. And I, I cried because I was like, I was like, man, like, I feel like it almost felt like the weight that you had as, like, you know, the first child, the kind of, like, responsibility you have, um, you know, to kind of, like, make sure everyone's okay mm. and keep things together. Like, it I, it felt like suddenly that weight was passed on to me, not intentionally, but that's kind of when I started yeah. taking on the role of, um, you know, I want to be, like, protector, mediator, you know, advice giver, you know the the beacon right. of light and when things aren't going super well like that's kind of the role i put upon myself once you had left to college um yeah and so yeah go ahead. go ahead and you know what's so interesting jack is that i like i have never thought of myself mm-hmm. as that at all you know what i mean like i've never thought of myself as someone who is super wise no oh hell yeah super clever intelligent. Yes. no i mean i think that i'm like very I think I'm very like yeah. quick on my feet, you know, and I, but like ultimately, like, you know, I think I'm just a normal dude, like, <laughs> but, uh, that's something that like, I, I think as you get older, you kind of like, I kind of like that I'm normal. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I'm kind of like that. I have like a normal life. That's not super dynamic or anything like that. I mean, it was so weird. I was you know, uh, Kate and I were yeah. watching through some of the Harry Potter movies. And even though she's kind of like mired in controversy now, but we were watching a documentary about JK Rowling before she released the last book. And she's talking about how weird it was to think of her life before Harry Potter and after. And I was like, man, I, you know, I want my book to be successful, to be the, but I don't want it to be Harry that, Potter successful. You know, like that, the, the idea of that is horrifying to me. Like to be thrust into like a George R. R. Martin you know, where people are like, oh my God, they're clamoring. Like, oh my gosh, that, no, no. Like I want to be, you know, I want to be moderately successful, like enough to where I can be comfortable. Like that's, that's what I want. Like, Like, hey, I did this. (laughs) It was popular. But, um, uh, and there are a lot of people that like it, but like just having that kind of audience, especially nowadays when people are so critical Mm. and then suddenly like, oh, I'm getting all this hatred solely because like I'm, popular you know what i mean or like so yeah i feel like it'd be a lot right 
But to move on a little bit, I I think what's so fascinating is so I think in order to understand yourself as a person, you have to look at your parents as well, right? And so to understand our big family, you know, six of us kids, two more including parents, so eight total. Uh, you have to like look at your parents, and I, I'll, okay. I'm gonna give you a read, Jack, and give you a table read here. You know, read of the room, and I'm gonna okay. see how accurate I am. Okay. So for myself, I I picture myself as pretty much like the perfect split between, you know, mom and dad. So a lot of like dad's character traits, a lot of mom's character traits, like but perfectly split and balanced between those two, right? I think personality-wise, I might lean more towards, you know, our dad, but not really. Like, I, you know, I see, like, I think, like, you know, our mom and her, our mom, yeah, is, me are mm-hmm. very similar. Just like our dad and me are very similar. So, if we, coming to you, right, I think that you're more weighted towards dad, but you still have a lot of mom characteristics. Okay? You just Why? read that read on no. you. Uh, yeah, I, I have thought about it. Um, or have you, is that ever something you've even thought about? Cause like, I want to say I'm like more in the middle, but I mean, I, I really, hmm. dad and I have a lot to talk about whenever we do like sit down and talk and like mom and I do as well, but I mean, I get a lot of what I'm into from dad. And so that kind of makes me lean towards picking up more traits, personality traits from dad. Uh, but I think when it comes to uh, reacting to things or dealing with situations, I get that from mom. I get like my interests from dad. I get how I react and think about the world from mom. Mm. I think that's kind of where. Yeah. So that's probably more so leaning towards the dad yeah. side as far as how much I actually take from. And, the mom side is, you know, nothing to sneeze at, but it's probably it's probably a good like fifty five forty five. That's probably the split. Yeah. And then for like for Lily, right? I I tend to think Lily's actually more like dad than she is like mom. Now, I think as with all of us, like both of our parents played very important roles in all of our lives, and so we're a mix of all of them. You know, like. Lily, I would say, is more like dad. Henry, again, I think is more along the lines of like in my camp where he's kind of that perfect split. In fact, I see a lot of myself in Henry, which he probably would think is weird if I saying it like that. And, you know, it's kind of weird. But like a lot of my personality and like the way I look at the world, I can see in Henry. But the with Henry, though, what always gets me is there's an extra layer of depth that I never had which is awesome. And then you got George and George, I think is definitely leans more into the dad camp, but George is also incredibly like emotionally smart. And I think, you know, coming from such a big family, you have so much to learn and so much information that you soak up just by being in the family. So George being, you know, the second youngest, he has a lot that he's picked up from me and you and Lily in fact, I think a lot of our, especially as we've kind of found our footing in our adult lives, 
you know, George, I think, has found his footing within his life kind of in the same beat, in the same moment, which I always thought was very interesting, right? Sam, on the other hand, I think is actually, you know, I, again, think he's really in a little bit in my camp. He's kind of quiet, kind of funny, you know, kind of has that bias of humor, but Sam is hard to get a read on. Yeah, like for he, sure. He is a, I, and that, so it makes me think that he has a very colorful, like, inner He's world really funny. monologue that he has going. Sam is really funny. You know, but then again, it gets harder the further you go down the line because then that's when, you know, my influence, when your influence, when Lily's influence starts to really to become a part of our younger siblings. So here's, yeah, here, which is, you know, I want to interject cool. here because I've been, I've been like literally squirming in my yeah. seat trying not to interrupt you and trying to be a lot better about that. Um, I think you take a lot, um, you're very much split in the middle. I take a lot from dad and mom, but more so on dad's side. I want to say Lily's more on mom's camp, uh, but then a lot of her interests come from dad. But she's more in tune with kind of just the way mom is. And then you get to Henry, kind of mom and dad, but then that's kind of when I want to say our influence Start, sorry, there's going to mm-hmm. be coffee in the background. That's when my influence and your influence, Liz's influence, starts affecting the younger kids a lot more. Is when, you know, you get to Henry, more so on George, a lot on Sam. I'm sure Sam and George take a lot from mom and dad. But they're growing mm-hmm. up, mom and dad taking, you know, clumsy steps of parenting. Uh, you know, not sure how to handle this. Oh, like video games, how do we do, that? How do, we do our, about our kids pretending with swords with guns with yada you know what how do we traverse this and then you have henry george and sam who come in and they're being zombies at the age of five running through the hallway you know and we're shooting each other and then you know you know all that kind of stuff or at one point mom was like jack is is grand theft auto okay for sam you know what i mean or that kind of stuff and so i definitely want to say Obviously, we're you know we're their children. We're gonna take from them, but George and Sam, especially, I think have taken a lot more from you, me, and Lily. Uh, just how they go about dealing with the world, learning about the world, and I don't know. That's kind of where I fall uh, because I see a lot of myself in George. I almost see like George yeah. not being. Not being like a better me, but taking a lot of the lessons that I learned because I remember like talking to George a lot, uh, like hey, like these are things that I wish I did better, yada yada, and just trying to help push him in a direction that I wish I did better in. And he's now like, mm-hmm. obviously, I'm not the reason, but just his personality, he's come into such like a man of his own, uh, in a way that I almost wish I could have when I was his age. Uh, same with Sam, and so it's yeah, it's very um inspiring agree. to kind of see that you know hopefully your influence, my influence, Lily's influence have all kind of helped them understand the world at a younger age and help them develop into their own people sooner, and so they can like find themselves, discover who they are, what they like. I know I'm talking for a bit here, but. There's just like a lot that goes into having a big family because it, so it's not just being, oh, like, do they take after mom or dad more? It's do they take after mom, dad, their three older brothers, 
two other older brothers and their sister. You know, it, there's a lot of aspects that go into it at a certain point. Yeah, definitely. And it, you know, I think something is yeah. Another thing I really liked about growing up in a big family is how much that I've really appreciated it as I've grown older versus how much, you know, I think I feel like I just wanted to get out when I was younger because, you know, when you're a teenager and you're, you know, 16, 17, the only thing you're thinking about is like, man, I know the world. I, uh, I want to go out there. I, I know what I'm doing. And then the nice thing about getting old is you're like the guy, nobody really knows what they're doing. Really? I mean, that's kind of the big clue that you think, because you always think, you know, man, at some point when I'm, when I'm 19, that I'll feel like an adult. No, actually what happens is you kind of just stumble along blindly with the rest of humanity. And then you realize, oh, everybody's just kind of stumbling along. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but, you know, I a lot of like my positive characteristics, like I would really associate with because I grew up in a big family. I mean, I'm not saying at all that like if you didn't grow up in a big family, you don't have any positive characteristics or if you're an only child. No, that's what I'm not saying. at all. But like a lot of my, you know, the strengths and my personality come from that. Like my patience, everybody's always like, Charlie, you're so patient. And I'm like, really? Like, am I like, I think what it is is I just have a super, I just have a high tolerance for chaos. Like, (laughs) you know, like, yeah, you know, cause like, that's the thing, like. You know, you, Jack, I know you know this, but like when you first move out and you buy groceries for yourself for the first time and you come from a big family, you buy like the gallon of milk, you buy like the big size of things just because that's what you're used to seeing and getting. And then you're like, wait, the milk in the fridge is going bad. Yeah. What? It gets like, you know, like in a our week house, from the it'd be like two day. gallons of milk, two gallons of milk would be gone within like three days. You know, like the peanut butter. Like I can get nice peanut butter now because, like, it's just me. I can and get Kate nice eating the peanut, peanut butter. butter. But man, like when we used to get peanut butter, we used to get the huge tubs, and then nobody would wipe their knife off, right? And so, like, the outside of the, the huge peanut butter tub would just become saturated oh, I'm and calling, gross, old, crusty peanut butter. I'm calling Henry out right you go now. Go into Jack's Henry, bed. Henry was so bad about that. <laughs> I'm calling him out right now. Henry and. It, peanut butter on the outside of the jar the knife on the counter it was horrible yeah yeah and i mean like i think what was so great too is that like you were always around people that had similar interests to you Mm -hmm. which is something that like i've really taken for granted as i've gotten older and met more people and made more friends is that like man the stuff that we like that within our family is i think on the not less popular or less big but like I haven't met very many people who have a lot of the same interests, you know, or are interested in the same types of things. And that was so nice. I mean, like so many video games like Jack, I'm sure Dead Space was so good because we were both so into it. You know what I mean? Like so many things that we kind of like just by osmosis, like learned about each other. I mean, like, God, like this is so funny, but like Jack and I used to fall asleep listening to we had this five disc cd player we used to fall asleep listening to and harry potter audiobooks yeah and kate's been listening to them and it's so weird hearing them because i'm like oh i think i know this you know what i mean Mm -hmm. like it's just strikes this weird memory of when we used to just sit there and listen to them all the time 
And so, like, I've always really appreciated that aspect is that, like, yes, when you're a teenager and you want to get that space and feel alone and independent, it's a struggle in a big family. But as you get older and especially as, like, being a younger kid, like a younger teenager, like, you always have friends. Like, you always have people around and you always have, you know, people to talk to or people to bounce ideas off against, you know. And it's so interesting seeing even though that we've all come from that common background, how different all of us are, especially in interests and especially in coming from like this common ground of like, Oh, Hey, dad likes the eighties music. And he likes his, he likes his sci-fi movies. He likes Blade Runner and Mad Max and, you know, like all of this stuff and fallout. And it's weird seeing how those have all evolved and changed. Yeah. You for know, sure. and like I took it in a direction where I'm like, man, like I want to, you know, I want to write about it. I want to create it. Yeah. And then Jack takes an instruction where it becomes like he's listening to this awesome like synthwave music or, you know, he has like these great loves for these things that like I do like, but like I don't like to the same depth as well, you. Well, I want to say like. And so, Jack, I don't know if I've stirred up any memories, but uh, I'll well, pass I it back to you. One there. of the main reasons like I was able to get into things like, you know, creating videos and stuff like that especially the early like silly ones it's just i had a plethora of actors you know what i mean like you like and the, like <laughs> yeah. everyone like especially that during that age we were all hyped to be a part of it you know even like my friends like we just had so many people that i was able to make these like stupid videos with and it was all it was fun for everybody it wasn't like a just me thing but it was a very much like it gave me that creative outlet and to find some things I'm, like I'm still interested in that I've been wanting to do. Like I go back and watch some of those old videos I've made. I'm like, man, what we could do now that we're older, I think we could do even better stuff. It's just, you know, now that we're all working, it's kind of hard to, you know, find the time. Right. Yeah, it's I, I, I don't know. I'm always so grateful that, you know, our family like did survive and make it and you know knock on wood i mean there's always this worry in the back of my head that like you know it won't always be like this and won't always kind of be this weird set of golden years in which all of us are around each other all of us are living within the same city you know because it won't always be like that you know eventually somebody's going to go far off or move somewhere else and that's fine like i want people you know i want all of my siblings to be able to have the lives they want to have but, you know, I, I do really appreciate this time now when I can see everybody very reliably and, you know, and everybody is like starting to have their own lives. And that's, it's so, it's so strange to me to be like, man, there's a time when we're all living under the same roof and we're all like kind of sick of each other, but then we all would still hang out with each other. And I like, like you said, I mean, like, I mean, like, everybody would participate and like, when we would have our, like, zombie fights or if we have any type of games. I mean, that's another thing. When you're playing any type of imaginary game, all of a sudden you got all these other players. And since we all come from, like, the same, like, similar interests of background, we all know what Fallout is. So we can all play, like, oh, hey, we're going to play Wasteland Scavengers. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. And go off and do whatever we do. So, Jack, I want to get into you. What? It, it, you know, I don't want you to throw me under the bus and slam me, but like, what were some hard yeah. things about growing up in my shadow? You know, like, what are some things that you're like, God, that that sucks. You know what I mean? 
Well, I... Something you remember now or something that you, you know... No, I'm, I'm not... <laughs> so, I think one thing that's going to be interesting for people that don't know us is going to be... If you guys have ever gotten annoyed with us, like, talking over one another or, you know, things that you're like, man, how is that not annoying Charlie? Or how does that not annoy Jack? Charlie and I have a very weird dynamic. Um, but it's, it's weird in the way of how well we work together. Uh, and how well we've kind of... We don't tolerate each other. That's that's not the right word. But the way that we understand where the other's coming from. Uh, and... I think that kind of yeah. develops just from, because yeah. at a young age we we were always sharing a room together. I think up until you left, yeah, for, yeah up always. until you left for college, yeah, we shared a room, you know, and and then even after that, I mean, there's a we lived together for a brief period of time as well. Yeah, so. and so it's, um, I've I've I don't think I've ever at any point felt like I was in your shadow. Uh, you were never, yeah. you know. You never held things over me. You were never trying to show off or make me feel like I was let. Like anytime we, I hung out with like you, and then you know, if you were hang out with uh, some friends that were like your friends, you know, or people that are older than me, mm-hmm. you you never kind of use me as like the butt of a joke or anything. Uh, yeah. Obviously, we kid with each other, but it was never like, haha, Jack, like push you down or I'm bigger than you or whatever. It was just, we've always kind of coexisted. And I think in a very unique way, uh, if I could think of one thing, it would be that when I had my friends over or, you know, when you had your girlfriend over, my girlfriend over, I was like, I want like my own room to hang out with my friends or to, yeah, that's that's probably the one thing. (laughs) Uh, other than that, I really can't think of any times where, Oh, I've been like, man, like Charlie gets on my nerves or I I wish this was different. I just that's never crossed my mind. Um growing up in a big family, I think kind of really like you said, it gives you a lot of patience, it gives you a lot of understanding, uh, and it gives you this ability to just little things just don't bug you, you know? Like nothing really yeah. kind of gets under my skin unless I hear someone's chewing. Like chewing like a chip, fine. But for some reason, when people chew and it's like pizza or anything that's like kind of mushy, it, it's just like the gr- yeah. it, I it actually makes my skin crawl and I make yeah it's horrible like it it literally makes me cringe up um yeah yeah long story short other than you know Charlie being like Jack I want to sleep. But you guys are up at like eleven o'clock at night playing Call of Duty Zombies or whatever. You know, I can't really think of anything else. So yeah, yeah. Other than just like sharing a room with somebody and bouncing off of them, like that. Yeah, that's I. I totally agree. There wasn't really a whole lot that I was like, man, I hate Jack right now. <laughs> yeah, let me let me throw it back to you. Like, did you like? Is there anything other than what I mentioned that like sticks out in your mind? Is you know like a. I don't even know. Just a moment where I call Jack, come on. Or I don't know. I feel like we've never really fought. Now, you know what I mean? Yeah. And that's, I think, I mean, I think a lot of that has to go back. If I have to trace it, you know, because tracing, tracing, you know, I do believe that the idea of like nature versus nurture, like, I think it's really a bit of both. 
you know, because ultimately like there are things and things that I'm like, I am very unlike mom and dad in certain ways, but then, you know, was, but most of us, and I would say all of us pretty confidently really inherited and learned our mom's empathy. And, and so like, even in the times that I've been like frustrated with you or something's been, you know, gotten under my skin, I can always see, like, I can always kind of step into your shoes and be like, God, this is tough, you know, like, and I've been, I can do that with like almost anybody. Like, and that's what I think makes like confrontation so hard for me is because like, I know that like by me being harsh or hard on somebody, like I know how it feels when people do that to me and I know how I'm going to make somebody feel. And that's why it's so hard. Yeah. You know what I mean? Cause people are always like, why don't you just say it? Cause I'm like, well, I'm like, I don't want to destroy somebody because, <laughs> but then I do have to, you know, I do have to like give something like I've always come back and bounce back better. And so that's something, especially as I've gotten older where I'm like, no, like people deserve to hear the hard yeah. truth. And if they, don't back uh, bounce back from it. That's not on me. You know what I mean? Like, like I'm not going to go out of my way and be like, Oh man, you need to do this. You need to do this. And if you don't do this, you're an idiot. No, of course not because you got to live your own life. But, um, you know, a lot of that, like fear of confrontation, I think comes from my, like I have such a strong empathy and I, that I can just kind of feel think, like sense my way around. Yeah, Bouncing things. that point off a little bit. It's, you know, you have, like you could kind of speak your mind towards me. I'm I'm your brother. We've known each other for a long time. With family, you kind of you know where the other person is most of the time, and so you know that if you say mm-hmm. something and it, it comes off, it's not going to come off any other way than you really intend it because you you know them. You know how they're going to react, and so nothing's really ever confrontation. You know what I mean? Nothing's ever like yeah. Yeah. like. You know, you're not trying to destroy me. I know if you ever come at me with something that's like, hey, like, we need to talk or whatever. It's it's at a place of, like, care and love. And it's not, you know, you're just trying to tear me down. Whereas, and I've gotten better, like you, I've gotten better as I've gotten older to say what's on my mind. Or if I'm, you know, like, I can be confrontational, but I don't like escalating things. I very much like talking things out. Right. Um, But with someone that you don't know that isn't family you don't have that emotional read on them. You don't have that connection that's, they don't know if I'm saying this out of love or out of anger or am I going to say it the wrong way or, you know, you you have no idea how they're going to interpret what you're saying. Mm. Um, but as you get older, you kind of realize right. that it's on them if they don't know because you know what you're trying to say. So <laughs> at, at some point, you gotta you just got to, you got to, yeah stay what you say and mean what you say. You know what I mean? So, right. Right. You know, I think out of all of us, like, you know, I think I can speak very well. (laughs) Well, yeah, but I think I can (laughs) speak very, you know, authoritatively about like all of my brothers. The one area that I don't feel confident to speak on is like Lily's point of view and all this, because Lily being the only girl in a family of all boys, I mean, like, Lily and I are probably, I mean, I feel like we're very similar just in the way we approach the world and like our work ethic and so on and so forth. But then again, there's like an element of like Lily's like drive that I'm like, God, I do not have that. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, if I can, 
Go ahead, go ahead. And the same with like George and Sam. Like there's an element of the drive that they have at that age that I did not have. Oh my like, gosh, I know. I can I can say with like authority that I was not thinking about the future like they think about it or you know, I was not or, thinking about what I was going to do or Yeah, I mean, it's And just, I don't regret it, it. I mean, my past is my past, but like man, yeah. they seem to be on it from the outside perspective. The amount is, of dedication that they have towards not only working out but just school and like you said they they have this drive that i'm so happy that they have because yeah i that's a drive i wish i had found when i was their age you know yeah but they just have it and it's this spark that is very contagious like you sit down like it is and i'm like i'm like george like i don't like i don't start working out i don't know and he's like well hey man like they never talk down to you even like when they know a lot like that's what's so great about I love about our family is that no one's ever talking down to you. You know, everyone's no, always trying yeah. to be supportive and bring you up. And I know that they carry that to their friends. And I wouldn't I wouldn't be surprised if George and Sam have like inspired their friends as well. They're very inspirational people. And they you are. go and you talk to Lily. Lily's undoubtedly probably the strong the strongest kid in the family. You know, well, no, we're not kids so. anymore, yeah. but strongest sibling sorry lily we're putting you on the spot if you're listening to this right now i mean but the amount so. like the amount of dedication and hard work that she's done yeah. to get where she's at yeah. is i can only hope to achieve do you know what i mean yeah and, no i totally agree i mean especially being the only now woman out of all these men and you know she's like if there was anyone in the world i'd be afraid of to be on the bad side it's lily you know what i mean lily (laughs) has this she's so kind and so loving yeah but she has a stare and mom can have it sometimes too where she gives you this look and it's not intentional but it's just like this like this stoic stare where you're like if i say the wrong thing or if i like fumble my words i'm gonna feel like such an idiot you know what i mean yeah um yeah the way she carries herself is very admirable. And so, I mean, like Lily, like, you're incredible. And if no one has told you that today, mm-hmm. hopefully, you know, you hear it more. Because, like, like all our siblings, they're all incredible. But Lily, I, I mean, come on. You know what I mean? Come on. Come on. Come on. I have to, I think. I have to, I have to disagree. This. No. <laughs> I think we have to wrap up this this kind of topic with, I think, something that kind of purposely, like, or like purposely, but I think fully encapsulates kind of this whole thing. So like, as you do, as most normal people do, you think about what would happen if there was a zombie apocalypse, right? Oh yeah. And I think what's so great about having a big family and to really kind of demonstrate like how I, like not how I value, but you know, like what our family is like is the first, if there was a zombie apocalypse, right? Which there probably will be, but if there was, you know, I, the first place, the first people I would want to be like on my team is my family. Like that would just be like, we would be like a power team. You know what I mean? Like, God, as far as like scavenging, like sending like George out, like George is now like so much more physically fit than I have ever been. Hopefully I'll catch up to him, but you know, it's a long road ahead of me because my old bones, but, um, you know, like. George going out and scavenging like Lily just for like organizational, like, you know, me and you like Jack, I, I feel like you'd be like the head of the scavengers and like, 
I'd be like back at base, like organizing and like operating things. And then, you know, got Henry, who's just the mastermind. Who's like, well, actually, if you were to put these wires up on the doors, they would shred the zombies. You know what I mean? Like, be like, oh my gosh. Yeah, that's that's a perfect idea. But like, everybody has like such a talent and especially like, you know, I don't measure success by like your people's job description or people's how much they make or where they are. Like I measure success based a lot by character and all of us have character in spades. You know what I mean? Like all of us are very shaped and honed by life, but not like an easy life, like not an easy life, but not a hard life. You know, we definitely had struggles and some very intense times, but you know, we're not growing up in like a bombed out city. So there are, and I don't want to, you know, ever be like, oh, we're better than people. But, you know, all of us have really been honed, I feel like, by life and came out very sharp on the other side. And having so many other people to rely on and to think about is always such a source of strength to me. You know, like every time I see everybody, I'm like, man, everybody's just like, has their own lives. If I needed to defend against zombies, like I know Sam would help me. Like, you no, know, no, Sam literally, no would probably question. be really good. Like, or like, hey, like if we needed to like board up a house or like do any of this, like, God, like my siblings are the first things. Yeah, that I don't think my mind. Any, so, like, I don't think anyone in our family would say. I know no. that sounds funny. You know, I know that sounds funny, but like, man, and then it, you know, Jack, it all comes back to like our parents, like how 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 did they do that you know how do they support six kids and then like make sure that like i have never really felt like you know like shoved aside or like i'm not as important as any of my other siblings and i hope none of our other siblings you know feel like that but like to our parents at least but but like how did they do that like that dude i especially as an adult now and i mean you raising a daughter right now like dude that it blows added, every day. like when when ellie's what? having so ellie's, difficult days she's so four. she's what four and so there would be two more right if you're going yeah. by like our ages mom, mom yeah, would, like henry henry would be on the way <laughs> like there there are some days when ellie like it's you know it's so difficult because, you know, she's, like, either crying or something's wrong, at like, all day or... I mean, even this past week, I called mom the other day because, like, Ellie had been, like, coughing. I'm, I'm not joking when I say 24-7. Every single yeah. day coughing all night. Like, I'm I'm getting no sleep. I'm having to go to work in the morning, you know. Mm-hmm. But then I look at Ellie and she's tired. She can't sleep. And, like, you know, it's just... And mom was like, Jack, there are times like where, yeah, like you feel like you want to, you know, hurt something because of the coughing. Like, I know, I know what that feels like. I'm like, mom, I remember a time when I was the only one who wasn't sick with like the flu. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> How in the world? Like, and like, I, I don't know, like our parents, like our family especially is like some kind of super family. And our parents being able to deal with all of us is is unreal i'm sitting here i look at ellie i'm like how could there be two more with just as much energy like how was that possible then our mom is like still like sane still sweet you know when yeah has her has her life together and i'm just like how how but i mean it's how do they it's it's very incredible it's very inspiring so 
Yeah. And I mean, that I think that's what it all comes back to is that, you know, family is not always a good thing for everybody. I mean, there are some people out there who have the most toxic, horrific families. And, you know, families that, and, you know, no judgment if you're like coming from this, but like, you know, families that didn't stay together, families that have went in different directions, siblings that did X, Y, and Z, or did this, or parents that did this. And, you know, people always, you know, you come out on the other side. And I feel like with, especially within our friend group and everybody listening to this did come out on the other side and are like full functioning people. I mean, as people like we're prone and we'll always be stumbling through life. Like I said, you know, it's very easy. I feel sometimes to look at your life and then look at the life of everybody else and be like, what? I, I, I'm not doing anything fun. I'm not doing anything exciting, but that's just not necessarily true. Especially in social media. I mean, we talk about this in the social media episode, but like there's definitely projection that makes that worse, especially for our generation and the generation below us. But it makes me so thankful and so glad that our family did stick together and that we had, like you said, like the family just, and you know, I guess I want to be sensitive to like the people out there whose families didn't stick together because that I I don't want to say that like, Hey, your family was lesser. Or your dad couldn't do it. Because no, I'm not saying that at all. I What I think I am saying is I'm so grateful that like it did work for us, you know, because yeah. if you put the numbers against us, it shouldn't have. That, that's, you know what I mean? If yeah, you put just yeah. the facts of life, like it shouldn't have worked. And But yet here we are recording a podcast yeah, look, I about can't, growing up in our big family. I can't, the older I get, the more time passes, the more I am... I'm so thankful that we were able to stay together as a family because like there definitely were some mm-hmm. very trying times and I'm so fortunate, you know, to have yeah. the family that I have. Uh, it just, especially yeah. like such a big family yeah. too. And you know, if, 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 if this podcast, I mean, if this episode I, has done anything. I don't really like Lily, but yeah, I mean, you know. yeah, show off. Um, <laughs> uh, if, if this podcast has done anything, you know, if you have family that you haven't talked to in a while, I mean, just like they're your family. Like, obviously, I'm not gonna say like, reach out. Like, do like if if you've been feeling the need to, and there isn't like some like estrangement there. I mean, like, why not? You know, like your your family are the closest you're ever gonna be to someone else that you ever possibly could be. You know, excluding yeah. whoever you marry or your your own kids. But well, uh, you know, that's the thing too is that like. Wherever you are in life, you know, if you feel the need for that connection, I mean, I would say reach out for it and be confident in who you are at the time. So if you reach out and you repair a bridge, great. But if you reach out and you get more toxicity back, then be confident in saying, you know what? My family is who I make it, you know, because that's very true. I mean, you know, family is not just blood. Oh, yeah. We just happen to be so lucky that our family is blood. You know what I mean? Not that that makes them better or worse, but like, yeah, I mean, I, it just, you know, sometimes worse. It did work out for us, and I, I'm, I'm so glad it did. Well, and I want to say, like, I, you know, I definitely like, obviously, Jack's listening. He's gonna listen to this. Like, I would consider like Jack, like he is my brother. Like, I can't see him as anything else. We can go a month. I mean, we talk now more because we game together, but 
we go for a month without talking, catch up, like, you know, no time had passed. Like, Jack is, like, he is, like, I would consider him, like, right. a brother. Yeah. Just not by blood. But, um, and, like, some other friends I have, like, you know, we're not as close as we used to be, but, like, we're still, like, really close. Like, there are other people that I know if I, like, was really struggling or if I had, if I had to go somewhere, I could reach right. out and, you know, yeah. I could, I could get some help. And I'm very thankful yeah. that I have friends like that, so. Well, Jack... I think that about wraps up our That's it, bye. <laughs> topic about growing up in a big family. Again, this is one of those topics that we could very easily do a part two on. And I would love to get Lily on to talk about it. I mean, or, you know, get somebody else on to talk about it from the outside looking in. Somebody who did grow up in a smaller family to like look at ours and be like, like, it would be great. We have a, you know, a mutual friend, Felix, who hung out with us a lot. And it'd be so interesting to get his take on our family. You know what I mean? Because, like, I feel like our house, especially wherever we lived, we were, like, the hub for, like, all the kids to come over. You know, like, we never went over to anybody else's house. It was just, like, such a You know, everybody came over to our house. (laughs) That was (laughs) And I'm like that now. I am like, dude, I don't want to go out, but if you want to come over, come over. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, our house really was like the, the literal hub. hub. Like in Fallout. No, not like that. <laughs> Go pickpocket no, maybe, stim maybe, packs. Maybe not as run down. Close, close, close to as run down, but yeah. not as run down. But, God, that's a whole other thing. Like, just dealing with life in shambles, you know, I think it teaches you a lot. Yeah, like Calvin and Hobbes, how his dad's always like, hey, it'll build character. Growing up a big family builds character, and all of us have a ton of character. Jack? Oh, like in ways that like literally can't build character any other way. Yeah. That's what's so cool about it. But we'll tie it up for there. We'll probably do a part two because I feel like we keep adding on things, but uh, we'll do a part two at some point. We'll get some other perspectives in here. But Jack, I uh, very quickly, to run us up, I want to go into our recommendation section. So this is new, and I really wanted to do this just as a way to be like, Hey, this is something cool that we found, you know, like just that it doesn't have to be big. It doesn't have to be time consuming. It can just be anything. And so Jack, what's your recommendation for this week? So I found a song that I believe if it came out in the year 2004, it would be like actually like a phenomenal demonstration in, in electronic music. Okay. The song is called We Need to Talk by Vectroid. I already hate it. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. It is a phenomenal. It's six minutes long. It's a phenomenal song. I'm telling you, like, when I had the song on repeat, I had the song on repeat. Can I actually just really, add that to my Spotify um, right now? Really amazing song. I mean, Henry, at first, he was like, the first bit didn't get me, but, like, you give it just a little bit, and, dude, I'm telling you. We need to talk Vectroid. This song is, cool. it's it's phenomenal. Uh, the rest of the album's pretty good too, but that song especially I think is like, you know, when I say it would have been a staple if it came out like 10 years earlier, I, I sincerely mean that. I would consider myself somewhat of a connoisseur of electronic music. Hmm. Um, That song is, hmm. it blows my mind with how good wow. it is. High praise. We need to talk Vectroid is Jack's recommendation. I have two recommendations, of course, because I always have to do a little extra. 
one, a song, again. I have six then. <laughs> so, Jack, as you know, there was an old band that we listened to a long time ago called Bring Me the Horizon. They uh, did a song called Pray for Plagues, yes. which is the most emo, screamo song you can imagine, which is like, Pray for you know, noise, basically, is what it is. It's absolute noise, and I can't believe I listened to that song at one point and thought, oh, this is kind of cool, because it's not. It's noise. But I'm just I'm, oh. I'm just teasing out there. But uh, Bring Me the Horizon just released a new song called Die for You. And I recognize that it is not by any stretch of the imagination like this artistic, you know, form of brilliance. But gah, it is a catchy song. Very much in the same vein of like, Can You Feel My Heart by them. Just like super catchy. Okay. Probably too catchy for its own good. It reminds me a lot of Chainsmoker songs. Oh, really? Yeah. Where like how Chainsmoker songs are not good, oh. but you're like, God, they're kind of catchy. <laughs> My yeah that, yeah my second real recommendation. That's a really good description of Chainsmokers. It's a book recommendation. I just recently finished uh, Three Body Problem by a Chinese author. If you look up Three Body uh, Problem, you'll find it. I was not that impressed with the book. Uh, listening through it, I listened to it on Audible. But however, I will say that I got through to the end, and my God, the end of the book blew me away. I was like, this is brilliant. Start the second one which I'm just going to very quickly check the title because I don't want to get it wrong. I believe it's called The Dark Forest, which is the follow-up to Three-Body Problem. Yeah, The Dark Forest. And uh, the basic outline, and this isn't really spoil too much for the story, but if you want to go into this just on the recommendation that it's good, you've been warned. But the basic outline, Jack, is that humanity discovers that there's this alien race that is coming to Earth with the intent to conquer earth and to destroy human civilization. But with just the way space works and with their travel, it's going to take them 400 years for this alien fleet to reach our solar system. And so what happens is it's the second book right now is just dealing with how humanity deals with this idea that in four generations, there's going to be an extremely powerful alien force that is going to come and annihilate earth. And it's just how everybody deals Hmm. with that. And it's fascinating. I've never really like delved too much into this idea of like, well, what would it look like? And it's just super interesting. I mean, I, I can't say enough about it, but man, it is just a like insane and very kind of freaky Black Mirror-esque view of like this world that's now entering what they were calling the crisis era, which is the 400 years before doomsday. And it's just like, what would you do? You know, there's groups of people who are like, it doesn't matter what four happens in four generations, 400 years from now. It doesn't matter what my great, great, great kids are. But then there are people who are like, are only thinking about their future and prolonging their line. And I think it's so interesting because we as people very rarely think beyond our life. And to have an entire population, the entire population of Earth have to think about what's going to happen in 400 years, which is... 400 years is not 100. I mean, 100 years, plenty long. Don't get me wrong. But like 400 is far enough away to be like, dude, 400 years? Like that's so long. Like, and so yeah, it's like, just- Why it's does a, it matter to me? It's a fascinating read. And so uh, definitely check that out. Interesting. Okay. Everyone, if you like, or dare I say, if you love 
what we do over here on the Rackature Collection. You can give us a follow on Spotify. We're getting up some, hopefully some more episodes coming up on YouTube soon, just for another platform, yep. ease of access listening. Yep. yep. Uh, you can follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, all those places We're you can follow us. We're also on iTunes Podcasts, Google Podcasts, we're on Podbean. Any probably podcast service that connects to an RSS feed, you probably can find us on. But as always, if you like us, leave us a review. Send us a comment. Send yes, us a please. message. Even if it's just something as simple as, hey, I listened to this episode from the Netherlands. Cool. That I, I, that would, dude, that I would say... That would yeah, brighten dude, my whole. We day. got three streams from the Czech Republic. Yeah, and I was hey, like, Czech Republic. Excuse me, are you guys listening to us? To like, is this some like weird scam thing that's running, or are you actually listening? If you're in the Czech Republic listening right now, I really, really need to know. Like, I I want to tell you, man, woman, boy, child, old boy. man in the Czech Republic who's listening. If you are listening. Just look up look up Instagram. Look up Racketeer Collection if you have Instagram or if you have Facebook. Everybody has a Facebook, right? But just look I would it up. I think so. And just send me a message and say, hey, Charlie, I'm from the Czech Republic and I've listened to the show. You don't even have to say if you've liked it because maybe you didn't like it. But that would be so freaking cool. Like you don't understand. That would make my day. Like you personally sending me like a five word message would be, I'd be like, ah, we've done it. So <laughs> we've ascended everybody out there. Who's listening. Always feel free to reach out. We always want to hear from you no matter what it is. And even if you want us to send us a message and you don't want to have it read out loud, just write it in there. Say, Hey guys, I just wanted you to, I don't really want you to put this on the air, but I just want to say, yeah. Hey, that's totally fine as well. Like we don't have to, you know, it doesn't have to. Be yeah. I mean, I just, I want to say more so than anything. I just love being like, Hey, I liked it. Or if you didn't like it, Tell us why, and then we'll shame you. Hey, on, I hated it. On our popular Ooh. podcast. That popular In other news today, the by. Czech Republic is targeting a local podcast called the <laughs> Raconteur Collection. They said they have upset their delicate sensibilities, and now they are striking. <laughs> oh, God. They're, they're striking. <laughs> Everyone, thank you so much for listening. I've been Charlie, and I've always and hopefully will always be joined by Jack, and we'll bid you. A very, 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 very fond farewell. Adieu. Until next time. It'll be next week, guys. You'll get the next episode next week. All right. We'll talk yeah, to you again. Later. Next Monday. Every Monday, guys. Take care. Bye. Have a good one. Bye. Bye, idiots. <laughs> we didn't actually grow up in a big family. We're making that all up. <laughs> <laughs> we, we don't have any brothers or sisters. Charlie's oh. name my brother. I'm still recording. <gasps>